Hello, travel biz owner. Welcome to my corner of the travel industry, the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're ready to have fun, be inspired, get clarity, and take action in your travel business, then you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Hello, friends. Happy New Year. I am so stinking excited to have you here, but I'm also like, oh, I just want to relax a little bit. <laughs> If you kind of didn't know, I think last year was kind of like the year that I declared that January really should be a hibernation month, and I had all intentions of starting this month like that, and then all this other stuff started happening. I'm like, oh wow, okay, I guess we're not hibernating immediately, Um, but I'm hoping in the next week or so I can hibernate just a little bit, because really I like to take January as kind of like a reflection and refining month to figure out like what is 2024 really going to look with me and I've obviously been thinking about that a lot through quarter four as well and I thought about that even more as soon as I got back from the marketing fam that I co-hosted with Windstar Cruises last month. Um, hello, my little fam babies, if you are listening on to this podcast episode. Now, I know a couple weeks ago, I was talking about my word of the year. I have my word of the year. And this was a result of as soon as I landed back at home in Orlando from that fam trip, I had like different work text messages going off the chain from different clients. And I was like, oh no, like we're not, I don't, I don't want this (laughs) because I landed on the 18th, the week, like kind of like leading up into the Christmas holidays and I celebrate Christmas. And I was like, I should not have to be bombarded with emails right before the holidays and all, or text messages and all that before the holidays. So On the 19th, I listened to a podcast that had nothing to do with my word, Um, but the the discussion just made me think like that that is going to be my word. So my 2024 word of the year is empower. I want to feel more empowered within my business, and I also want to help you feel more empowered in your travel business. And so a lot of what I'm doing and changing, like I've increased some of my rates, I the things that I'll be putting out there this year are really to empower myself as an independent business owner to be a profitable business owner, but to also put up boundaries when I want to be putting up boundaries like Christmas holidays. Um, And then also wanting to empower you to making similar types of decisions within your travel business. So those are the things that is like the big thing at the forefront that it's not just me that I want, I want to empower myself. And I think I'm finally like in a zone of comfort and confidence of I know what my skills are. Lots of people understand and know what my skills are. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm the the bad booty. Like, I don't want to curse on here or anything, but you know what the, the, the word that I want to use. Like, I have amazing things to offer other people that can help other people also be successful within their businesses. And I feel like that muscle, that confidence muscle, 
took about two and a half years to brew because I went full, full time um, officially of May 2021. And here we are, January 2024. Um, was that two and a half? Was that three and a half years? No, that's two and a half. That's two and a half years. <laughs> but it took me that long to kind of get comfortable with being like, yeah, I know my stuff and I have a lot of valuable things to put out there. And um, so empower is my word of 2024. And one of the ways that I want to empower you is to kind of like also put like peel back a little bit of the curtain on my business and how I'm operating my business. And so, you know, one of my focuses of the year is to kind of like do like make more money without working as much. And one of the ways that I want to experiment doing that is through blogging. And so I haven't fully dipped my toes in it, but I'm going to be experimenting a lot this year. And I'm going to have, I'm going to be creating a private podcast feed. It's not ready just yet, um, but you'll be able to sign up. You'll be able to, because there will be a cost that's associated with that. The earlier you get in, the better the cost that you get because there's not a lot of information. But as the year goes on, I'm going to be like stuffing that private podcast feed with like things that are working, what my income is going to be just because of my podcasting efforts. So um, if you're interested in that, stay tuned. That's coming out. Um I also just led a really amazing lead magnet workshop. The replay will be available. So if you're interested in catching that, uh, that was one of the ways that I helped to empower you with the knowledge that I had on lead magnets and kind of um, breaking down a lot of things, especially like the tech components on how you can make your first or next lead magnet And uh, I will also be putting out like more juicy content here on the podcast. And I think like this episode is really a testament. And I feel like the last couple of episodes that I have really a testament. I mean, last week's, if you haven't listened to last week's where I gave you an insight into some of my failures and wins of 2023, if that isn't juicy for you, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Um, And so I kind of wanted to break down what I would say was my most successful year in building up my email list. Because if you didn't know, my words of the year for 2023 were ease and exposure. And so a lot of the things that I did were to get increased visibility for 2023. And I feel like I was super successful. A lot of you are kind of here and around because of some of those efforts, whether you signed up for an audio series or you found my podcast um, organically. Like those are some of the things that I've been working on the past year and I'll keep working on throughout this year. And so I for at least 4.5x my email addresses past year. And I will say the biggest attributor to why or how I did that was through collaborative events. And I like, even if we're talking about collaborative events, like it was really through leveraging other people's audiences. Um, And then I would also say like it wasn't just that I was like leveraging other people's audiences. I was giving massive amounts of really great value for free 
uh, for lots of these different collaborative events. And so you probably may have found me through one of those events. And so when we're thinking about how you can do this for your own travel business and utilizing collaborative events, because I know so much of what we do is solo, but like for me, doing things solo doesn't work. Like I have found through, especially these past couple of years, I am best when I am teamed up and partnered with other amazing individuals who like provide super tangible, transparent information and who are just like deep down really great human beings to be with. Um, and so thinking about like what your niche is, and this is like why everything like really goes down to the mission of why you do what you do. And it goes down to the people that you're serving and why you're serving them and why do they also want to travel. Because when you know this information, you know immediately how to break out into the people that you want to be adding to your email list. Now, I also have to say this as well. Email list does not mean clients. This means leads. People who are in your email list are leads. Um, I would also say that you cannot predict sales based on email subscribers. Um, Because I will also tell you that some of my biggest clients that I work with in marketing and project management aren't even on my email list. They are the product of having just really great relationships. And so um, I also want you to know that, that if you're like, oh my gosh, like I can only be successful if I have a huge email list, that is a lie. Um, do successful people with big email or are, do people with big email addresses have success? Maybe. Um, now I know like there's some people that do that there is that correlation, but It's not necessarily the only thing that you need to keep in mind. So uh, also wanting to put that information out that um, you do not have to have a big email list to make the income that you want. Um, But um, for me, having an email list meant that I had a small community of people that I was able to get to know, whoever was answering the questions that I had, and that... Um, I was able to serve people in the way that they wanted to be served this past year. And so I started 2023 with about 170 people on my newsletter list. I ended 2023 with approximately 870 people on my email list and counting because, excuse me, the last collaborative event that I did was a bundle event. I did talk a little bit about that on the podcast where I was giving away my Google Starter Kit for free. And to date, I have 1,500 people that signed up for that freebie, but I have not added them all yet to my email list. So that, like my email list technically, I guess right now is over 2,000, which I'm like, that is bananas. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. And so um, I'm just like basking (laughs) in the glory of like, oh my goodness, all the stuff that I did works, which is really, really amazing. And also 
Another thing that you should note is just because someone signs up for your email list doesn't mean that they're immediately going to buy something from you. The email list or being in an email community is kind of like the dating phase of where you're getting to know each other. And sometimes they're going to like what you put out and be like, yes, I want to book this trip with you. Sometimes they're going to be like, that trip's not my cup of tea. But this one that you put out in a year, a year from now, that's the one that I want to go on. So um, the point is to always be increasing the amount of leads within your focal point, within your business sphere, so that you have that audience that you can be like, hey, I have this amazing travel opportunity to offer you. Do you want to come with me or do you want to take advantage of this? And they will raise up their hand and say yes at the exact right right time that it is for them. You should never stop mining those, those leads in your business. That's something that you should always be working on. And so uh, what collaborative events did I host last year? Or what were the successful ones? Because some were a couple of duds. <laughs> um, so the first one that will be coming back this year is the Travel Tech Audio Summit. And so that happened or that spurred from or that debuted in May of 2023. Sorry, a little brain fart there. And about 200 people signed up or just over 200 people signed up for that Travel Tech Audio Summit. And that was an audio summit where I had eight different travel tech, both like that have been in the industry or up and coming tech within the industry. And we just talked about what their product is, how it helps other people and why travel and travel advisors might be interested in investing in those travel tech. So that is coming again for this year. So stay tuned to that. Um, So that grew my email list by a lot because I know. And that's like why if you're looking at my business, the support business, the mentorship business, you can kind of like reverse engineer it for your own travel business. I know exactly who my clients are. My clients are travel advisors who want to be empowered to have profitable travel businesses. And one of the ways that we can have profitable businesses is by utilizing tech to free up time, take away stress, or organize things within our businesses. And so knowing that, I knew that the travel uh, the Travel Tech Audio Summit was going to be super successful because it was something super juicy that I know a lot of you not only wanted to know, but needed to know because you have these pain points of working with tech or having just messy systems and operations within your business. The next successful kind of like email list builder and people had to sign up in order to listen to those interviews for that series. The next successful and this generated, I think, just under 200 registrations was the Ascending in Your Travel Business audio series. And that went live, I believe, August of 2023. Uh, Last year, I had four audio series. Two were amazing Two were amazing. I will say like I I loved all of my audio series and there is so much value in all of the audio series. Just these first two really resonated with you, whereas the second two, not so much. So I'm kind of like learning 
Uh, also studying like what are the things that you like to make sure that I'm bringing things that are really going to empower you within your travel business. And so the Ascending in Your Travel Business audio series featured people who are successful in their travel businesses who have like really achieved that CEO level in their businesses and just really interviewing and talking with them about what made them so successful in their businesses so that you could learn and lean in on what other people have done before you or what other have people have done that you are aspiring for. So that like getting people dreaming about things. So yeah, if you're if you're thinking about it, like one gave you like really tangible information and then the other one also gave you tangible information but also gave you like real world stories of how people achieved success. So different but similar because the last two audio series had more of a social aspect And that didn't really do well for me from what I'm just seeing from the data, the data that was pulled. Um, So then the next collaborative event that I hosted was my prep for wave week. Uh, I was going to say audio series. It was not an audio series. It's kind of like a virtual summit that I host every single year. I've been hosting it. This was the third time last fall. And that also generated about 200 registrations. So I'm, you can kind of see like I'm generating, there's, uh, there's kind of like a, a pattern that when I focus on providing value that's really going to move the needle within your business, you really like that. So you have to find what that secret sauce is for your own people in your audience so that they want to get added to your email list. Um, and I just love Prep for Wave Week. It's one of my favorite, favorite things that I do every single year. And super, super stoked that you really loved this year's event. Um, Now, I will say, like, there was a lot of growth, and I may have explained this a little bit in my episode last week about my wins. Um, But I believe, like, the first year that I put on the, the, the Prep for Wave Week, I only had, like, 35 registrants. And then last year, I may have had like 75 to 85 registrants. And so this year to have 200-ish registrants was really, really amazing. And I think I want you to see it as like, this is not an overnight success. This didn't just happen. Like there's been a lot of blood, sweat, tears, uh, stressful nights. I was going to say sleepless nights, but no, I, I need to get my sleep. Um... But there has been a lot in the background that I'm like, oh my, like finally, excuse me, that it took me a couple of years to kind of like finally get my footing, get my messaging right, get like all the factors had to come together. So if you're like, I don't know why it's still not happening to me, keep going, keep going, like do not, do not give up because that is probably the exact point where greatness is about to happen to you and your business. So, um, and I'm also not saying this to brag. I really just want to give you an insight into what I did and how I did it so that you can, again, like utilize this as a case study for your own travel business. The last big travel specific collaborative event that I did was the travel industry Black Friday. 
and I whipped together a tracker so that you could track anything that you purchased from Travel Industry Black Friday, and I gave that away as a freebie, and that, very surprisingly to me, <laughs> had about 200 signups as well, and so that's kind of how I worked my way up to getting like 870 people on my email list, travel-specific only. Now, the last collaborative event that I participated in, so I did, I hosted five collaborative events. I would say, no, I hosted six. Wait, yes, I hosted six between the four audio series, Prep for Wave Week and Travel Industry Black Friday. I hosted six. Two of those were a flop, but four of those were really, really successful. And then the last collaborative event, so I participated in a total of seven events this year, which was a lot. I won't be doing as many. I will still be doing four. Is it four? I think four, <laughs> just to give you like a heads up. Um, but I won't be doing definitely not four audio series. I'll be condensing down to two audio series for the year. Prep for Wave Week will still be coming back and Travel Industry Black Friday will still be coming back because everyone loved those events. They were like events that were amazing and not only benefited you as the travel business owner, but benefited the travel industry as well. So again, thinking about what your niche is, is your niche single moms, is your niche um special dietary needs is your niche neurodivergency family neurodivergent families is your niche people who will travel for big sports events aka the olympics are coming in a couple months but whatever your niche is who in those niches like who are leaders within those niches that you can collaborate with events on so that you get fresh eyeballs on your own business that really is the moral of everything and doing things consistently and doing enough of things like this is not a one and done like you have to keep doing things in order to increase your email list build that email list increase the number of leads increase the people that even know about your business so keep doing those things because those are the things that are going to make the differences within your business and so the last collaborative event that I took part of was not travel industry specific, but still helped business owners in their marketing, overall marketing strategy by giving away my Google Starter Kit for free. And so that's a lot of what I'm finding that I help with is not only marketing strategy, but also business strategy. So you may see me finishing things or like altering things in 2024. But those were the big events that really moved the needle. Now, I do still have my single lead magnets, kind of like my lead generation calculator that helps calculate what your basic yearly income is. And then from there, you can calculate how many leads you need within the year based on other numbers and parameters in your business. I also created a wave season checklist. I was a guest on Travify is the Lounge and I created a wave season checklist. So people are starting to download those, but they don't have nearly as many signups as my collaborative events this past year did. So a couple of things like as I'm reflecting and learning back on is that 
there are lots of different ways to be successful in business. You just have to find the right ways that work for you and also work for your audience. And so like, you know, I love podcasting because I show up here every single week. Uh, So having audio series kind of naturally fit. I have a degree in hospitality management. I have my bachelor's degree. And a lot of what I did, like if I was going to, there wasn't, a, I don't think there was a minor option when I was in school, but I focused a lot of that degree program on event management. So I love putting the logistical um, things and, and everything together for virtual events because that's just my jam. That's something that I love. Now, I may be talking about virtual events and like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to begin. Like that's not my jam. You might be more apt to be using like maybe a video or a PDF or a checklist or some sort of template or a calculator as your lead magnet. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to do a lot of trial and error to figure out what is the best one that is going to work for you. And so it does take a couple and you should also have a portfolio of different types of lead magnets. It shouldn't just be one. Like I said, there there were a lot of different events and it kind of was like a big experiment last year on my own. But which one of your lead magnets is going to work for you? Like you have to collect that data and review that data as well to see what is the right fit? You also need to see like how many people, and that's why I super advocate for the lead generation calculator, because that helps get you down. Like someone may have told you that you needed 10,000 leads, but do you? Do you? So the lead generation calculator is just a brilliant tool to break down how much money you need to make, and then from how much money you need to make and knowing like what your average client spend is, what your average conversion rate is, how many leads do you need to be getting into your pipeline that are going to be converting into clients based on this data that you have. So knowing those numbers are also important because like maybe just having one big event could work for you or maybe a couple of different events throughout the year. Like, again, I love doing this stuff. So I will say that for me, collaborative events work tenfold when I'm comparing like lead magnets as opposed to any other lead magnet that I've had. Like the collaborative events are really my zone of genius and what's working for me to get more people into my atmosphere and knowing that I'm here to support the travel industry just like yourself. So let me know, uh, what do you want to know about collaborative events? Like, do you want to know the nitty gritty? Do you want to know the ins and outs? Do you want to know more about like different lead magnets that you can utilize? Do you want to learn more about like planning your own collaborative events? I want to hear from you. So join us in the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur Podcast so we can gab a little bit about building your email list in 2024. Because if clients and getting clients and converting clients, converting leads to clients is one of the things that's really at your forefront for this year, then we need to get you building your email list and doing so in a way that works for you. 
All right, I will see you all next week on the podcast. I think I've shared all the updates that I have for you. Uh, But if I have not, you can always catch me in your email inbox if you're on the email list or in the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur podcast or podcast group (laughs) because those are the ways that I reach out to you most or on my Instagram. All right, you have a wonderful weekend and I will see you here next week, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Remember to check out the show notes for all relevant links and resources from today's show. See you next time.